cracking. Good day, good evening, and good night. <laughs> Hit us with a music cue, DJ Janina. This is a story about control. My control. Control of what I say, control of what I do. And this time I'm going to do it my way. I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. Yeah. Are we ready? Well, Janina, let's cut it off while we're ahead, Janina. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want YouTube to be <laughs> to be up in my ass, okay? Oh my god! Uh, we might get away with Pod B, but YouTube is on it, okay? Google that. They be listening. We have. I need a- I need Pablo to explain that. Please, Pablo, explain that, please. <laughs> the, choice of, the choice of the choice of music, yeah. Opening music. Yes. I think it was relevant to many factors that we've <laughs> witnessed or been witness to this past seven days. Yeah. Six days. So. Six days. We'll, like, we'll talk about it. Control. All well, right. good day, good evening, good night, and good morning. And welcome to another exciting episode. This is our 193rd wow. episode when I keep count, but there are far more over 200 episodes on all of our platforms and the one who you secretly steal. So welcome to another enjoyable <laughs> podcast. I mean, this is live, and you know, still so we're a hot mess as always. There's I'm not drinking as yet, so I know I'm sober. I don't know about Andre. So let's get into the introduction. Andre, <laughs> <laughs> I get so. We have Andre from Soli Tennis Travel. How are you doing? I'm very good. I'm looking forward to actually traveling tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to the open. You mean. Yes, yes. You need to be in a I'm, bubble, okay? Uh, we, yeah, I'm finally bubble. being. I'm finally doing solely tennis travel again. That's okay. That's Wonderful. Well, no, that's not true. You in DC? Don't play yourself. You know. I'm, oh yeah, yeah. The city open. That was so quick. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, and it was a good thing too. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> and we have Janina from Far in Ohio. How are you doing? Um, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> that don't sound all right, but you know what? We'll take it for now. Thank you. Know, you. Your girl, Christina, won a match, so I mean. She did. Ooh. It was a huge celebration at my house. We did all the things. Okay, that's wonderful. <laughs> but whatever sacrifices you made, you couldn't hold on for round two. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Round two money is always better than round one money. I'm not always That's there. right. So, She's so. taking me to dinner. And, of course, you know, you have. The homosexual of the podcast, but apparently I'm not the only gentleman here today. We have a special guest back all the way from Jolly Old London across the pond. We have Pablo. How are you doing, Pablo? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. Um, well, that's good. I mean, <laughs> what, what, I mean, y'all sound very dry today. I mean, come on, like what? <laughs> Do y'all like to be lubricated with alcohol? What is this? No, 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 this no. Is, we are taking this very seriously. This Look, is I serious podcast. podcast. I schedule this podcast at this moment when the body party is going on. So, you know, we, we will get the, the right crowd. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a bitch. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness! I don't, I, mean, mind, I don't mind missing the Barty party. It just keeps going, so I suspect I'll be able to. I mean, you party. exactly. There will always be another. You know, <laughs> those people they don't go home. You know, so we will be here. Let's get it started, y'all. Week one, week one, week one for our first fully staged major for 2021 during our pandemic. <laughs> uh, oh. 
I, I didn't want to be mean. I didn't want to say, Janine, a pooch. Did you put your pooch away? But you know, that's not me barking. It is Pablo. It's Pablo. <laughs> so, yeah. Week one. I mean, what did we think overall? I mean, was this worth having? Um... Absolutely. Yeah. Firstly, I think I think just to cast our minds back a week, um, Andreen had rent as her theme. Yeah. And these these teenagers have been paying. Yes. Their yes. Yes. The only thing that could have made this week better is if we had lost Nole. But oh so shit. There's plenty of time. <laughs> I mean, I thought Kate was going to work on Miracle today, but Kate no. just kept. I don't you know, know why you thought that. You yeah. didn't. You know what it is? That. I will say this. I I caught a little bit of um the Nole match, um because really, who watches the inevitable? But I do think though, if Kay had been rested, I think he actually because I think Nole was actually quite tight today. It was today. Um, I agree with you. I think Kay looked tired as usual. Mm -hmm. Yep. But he, he had a five-set match that should have been a pretty quick three-set match. Yep. I mean, he fell for it and all in the third set. Then he decided to let Mackenzie McDonald think, listen to me, I really need the U.S. Open not to be the place where American men decided they're going to try to do some work finally. I'm sorry. They like yeah. that co-worker who yeah. talks shit all day long <laughs> and then it's four o'clock. They're trying to send you some friggin' email. You know what I mean? Did you Reels. see this? Did you Little see this? Real. Reels. No. We are on the middle Saturday and Jack Sock is still in the men's singles. I mean, who is letting that happen? I know. I know. That, that's, I mean, that's why I'm saying rent. <laughs> hey, Kim, hey, Mark. Hey, Kai. I kind of go uh, and all these secret listeners who are we have a Pablo fan in there in that chat. I mean, Ooh. Pablo response sounded like the computer voice that reads out super chat messages. <laughs> From which I'll website? Put Pablo's Kaiba? dog away, so to speak. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, but let's let's get back into it. I love so reels. You are not feeling all of this five these five set matches. You're not feeling. I mean, it? look, you see. Hmm. Like I said, American men are the, you know, they're the ones who are gonna send you an email when it's time to go home, pretend that they've been doing work. Right? Sure. And Kay was serving for the match, you know, being dynamic and everything. Then all of a sudden, Kay put in a horrible service game as if you know what? I'm not interested in going home right now. I think the fans deserve to see Mackenzie McDonald some more. So Kay did something in five sets which could have which should have been done in three. And I mean, it got really tight. You know what I mean? It got really. And I was just like, okay, why? I mean, I know Nola's going to beat you, but you have a chance. 2014, we all counted you done and dusted. I know. But bitch, that ain't your body when you play in five set match every week. Okay. Every. Like, he dragged himself to that finals. That ain't you anymore, okay? That was your one shot. Like, whatever spinach juice you drank that time. <laughs> I mean, you don't have that magic potion anymore. I mean, you should have been efficient. You know, I feel like I'm talking to Kay. I'm talking to Monfils. It's like, God damn, I'm just sick and tired of oh, this. Oh, you, you know, know what? Bullshit. I have to say, let's let's have a moment of the Monfils thing. Oh, my gosh, y'all. I was telling Janina that I finally remember that I had direct TV, so I had the power to watch many matches. I only realized <laughs> it day before that goes off. But um, so, <laughs> so I'm suffering through this Kay Nishikori match. And I was like, wait a minute. What? 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 So I found the Monfils match. And I'm sitting here. But I will say this. Let me be accurate. 
it was always on Sinner's racket. Yep. Yep. It was always, which is exactly the same feeling I had when I watched Sinner in DC, which is that if this kid against Mackenzie, yeah, if he's focused, he's done and he's done and done. The problem with him, his egos, he goes off the boil. So even though he Gail was down two breaks, I knew he would still have chances. Like that is too, I need him to be a little bit more disciplined. But I will say that this is a tradition that on Labor Day weekend, Gail gives you a long drawn out <laughs> match where the crowd is feeling it. I remember the last time, I think it was Berrettini, he lost as well. Um, you know, it's like it's a tradition. You need this vibe. You need it. You yeah, need. He, he needs. He needs a new scriptwriter. Let me tell you. There, well, there was you a thing. You he needs not, not at all. Not at all. I ain't gonna let the crowd show up for me and screaming my name out there and flop. The flop? No, but you know what? It's not a flop. Do you know why? Because listen, you know the crowd ain't screaming for Nole, even if he's winning, because you're not taking them on a journey, Nole. He tries. But nobody cares. So but there was a point in that match. Journey. A month he take you on a journey. Uh uh-uh. uh. He see? did. You, you see y'all. Oh, you he see? did. You listen he to did. me. He did. Look, you it see y'all like that flowery language. You see, this, this is why the English major here will not let that stand. Put that mess away. That is not no journey. Okay, that is a rocky road. <laughs> where you're like, why did I end up here? This is like in, a, a, in, a, in a raggedy old rickshaw. Exactly. It's up and down, but not in a pleasant way. But you it's know like what? When listen, you buy a ticket, you buy a ticket to like, so you go for a, you know, like a nice Mexican vacation or going to Paris, <laughs> and all of a sudden you end up on a bus in some flea motel all over the place. Yes, no, you won't die. Like it's yes, you like might that. see some sights, but you're going to be a hot mess. It's not like that. You know what? It, it's not quite like that because you're never really in danger. That's the thing. And you're just having a pleasant detour. That's a Monfils match. You know, if I mean, fully, we, know. we experience players, um, fans, no Monfils, right? Yes, but yes. for people who paid their money who are fully <laughs> interested in dialing. <laughs> Listen, they are having the Monfils experience and now they know. <laughs> I'm watching that match, and there's this moment where um, I think Monfils had a break point in center serving. Yeah. And he's legit in his position to return serve with, like, this evil grin on his face. (laughs) And I'm thinking, what must that feel like to be on the opposite end and just have your opponent looking at you like this, like... Bring it, bitch. <laughs> well, the thing about it, Monfils knows that Cena will choke, and Monfils, yeah. but the problem no, with that is it's a matter that, of who's gonna choke first and best. But it's not even that, I, he was that Monfils at, he was, can't call upon that experience, too, because the match point that, through, yeah, exactly. He because Cena this was a match he could have won because Cena exactly. was actually donating points many many times you know yeah. and Monfils kind of junk balled him a few times they really taunted him into going for his shots and then he did because he was impatient and he wanted to get a, be aggressive and he would go wild he was down two break two points i think several sets i think it was in the fourth set he was and then he immediately got down a break in the in the fifth but sinner by then sinner had learned his lesson he had steadied himself right but you shouldn't have had to do that it was one of those moments when i was like Okay, you've won the fourth set. You are the adult in the room. Calm down. 
breathe deeply and ride this one out because you know Cena is going to give you many chances to break him. Just didn't happen. It's just, it was a mess. I didn't even know if it was a choke per se. I don't know. I feel like I've just seen. Isn't there a pattern here? Firstly, Cena really is Annie, isn't he? <laughs> He's Annie, sexy Annie, though. I like oh, it. Oh, what? Okay, okay. Wait, yeah, I do. Wait, wait, wait. Let Janina. And let he doesn't Janina. even have perfect teeth, and I'm okay with it. Wait, let Ooh, Janina wow. confess. Let Janina confess. She has mm -hmm. things to say about her. Yeah, there's just something about him that's quite uh, captivating. He's, he's Italian. That's it. That's Listen, it. Listen, he is good looking. Janina, stop it. <laughs> I likey likey. Janina, you've been on those gummies. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know what? I mean, like, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound really horrible, but uh -huh. the ATP has a crop of, you know, I don't want to say ugly boys, but, you know, they're not the, the magazine type, you know, like, Dimitrov. You know what I mean? But the Sinner thing about, like, good in that commercial. Yeah. Sinner, you know, those kind of kids. But the, pro the thing I like about those kids is that they put their head down and they're interested in disrupting your faves. They're interested in being in the top 10 and putting in the work. A lot of the glam boys, they ain't putting in any work. Yeah, they're yeah. Just coming out there and being sexy. So I have to say, although Janina, Sina is Sina is the marrying type, okay? That's the man you marry. <laughs> no, He's going to no, no. bring He's home the bacon all the time. Type. He's <laughs> going to do his work. He ain't going to funk around. Yeah, he definitely but, you know, serious. He is, he's on uh, it, you know. Okay, Brooksby, I'll... I think, is a little autistic. And, but, you know, okay, I make a serious point. I think this week has demonstrated beyond uh, need the value of best of five. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think we've had some terrific matches, really, some superb matches which have gone up and down, mm -hmm. but have lived up to their billing and i mean alcaraz versus Sitsipas, uh a very good example of a point i wanted to make that kid uh, once he gets his wonky serve sorted out uh, he has everything and he has real hunger uh and he's almost the finished product and he managed to pull himself back together with with, with all the limited experience that he has he's hardly played on the on the on the tour level and then i see people like okay we go back to nick and we go back to even francis and this was annoying me this week against uh, particularly against rublev and also with gael this need to entertain and this this need to get the crowd going and everything i just wish like francis who's probably the serious one of those most serious of those three i mentioned serious focus serious on your fucking match focus no, on but why why would you say that they you're calling out people who were pretty i think the crowd helped francis yeah i, really I, I agree i agree but i think he feels he has to play to the crowd and i don't think he has to i think no, i don't think he thinks he has to play to the crowd i, I think, think he, he enjoys it, it. yeah Big i mean difference. i think it helped i mean listen it's the difference between Francis and um, and and um, Felix. You know, Felix just puts his head down and goes about it, and he's quite dull because of that. I mean, I mean, I and the crowd wants to love him. Yeah, but... the crowd wants to be engaged. I totally get your point in the sense that let your tennis do the talking, maybe. But um, I didn't feel like it was distracting. You felt it was distracting, Pablo. 
You felt it got him off his game? Because I thought he was... Yeah, I, I feel... I, I think what pulls these guys through five sets is focus and re regaining it when they lose it. And I think Francis is susceptible to losing focus, particularly after he's had a very good win. You, you find him in the next round and he's vacant. You know, it's like he hasn't turned up. It's like, it's, it is the dog ate my homework stuff, you know? Aww. He doesn't bring the goods. And it's that focus. I feel it's the same with Gael. And I think it's the same with Nick. I mean, it's how they want to play. But I think what distinct, the point I want to make is what distinguishes the winners in five sets against some of the, the losers of five sets is this ability to regain their focus very quickly and do the business. I will say it matches in their bodies. Yeah, I will say there's a fair point around figuring out how to engage the crowd and letting it do what it needs to do for you, right? Like, I mean, even in this match, nobody was on center side. Like, it was, it was like when Gail looked like he was going to be Except done. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, but when it was, I actually wasn't. I just like to look at him. Yeah, but it was actually interesting to see how he managed his emotions in that match because he clearly didn't have the crowd on his side. But he was like, okay, head down, got to get it done. I mean, I think the question for me is whether they need the crowd to get it done. That's well, my thing. And mm. I think I think Cena definitely had experience he could pull from DC. The crowd was for McKenzie. Yeah. And he kept his head down and, you know, focused on his tennis. But you see, I think that's my problem. It, I, I don't necessarily care about the crowd engagement per se for um, Francis, et cetera. Mm -hmm. You know, they entertain and guile, whatever the case in me. I mean, God, considering when you watch some of these matches, it's like, oh, please yeah, do something. Yeah. But the, the thing is that they don't get to, they don't, um, they can't entertain on their tennis only per se, and they can't focus because at some point the crowd wants you to focus and the crowd wants you to win. Yeah. And very often the match gets away from you because they're walking a very tight line yep. with their tennis because they don't have the skills to really just hunker down and be like, okay, I got the crowd, he's rattled, now let me get into business mode and rattle off like 20 games in whatever the case may Rublev, I think, yesterday lost the plot because that was not a match Rublev was supposed to lose. Yeah, but, yeah, you yeah. Know, exactly. I think the crowd got to Rublev. Maybe he'll yep. next time. But, he's, but he, of the Russian, he hasn't really acquired, you know, that cold, like, business, like, Russian affair from the man. Catching I, I, he looked he, at the end he looked like an extra from oliver <laughs> I, I actually thought rublev was tired i yeah, felt I, that, I thought he i thought he had had a long summer i felt like he had um he'd gone to the finals of cincy i just looked like he had not nothing left I, 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 he also came out at such a high energy level he was thumping the ball in the first set i mean just crushing that's it. when he needed to have been efficient you know? exactly one of those things like he served for the third he served for the third set and mm -hmm. double faulted mm -hmm. and i was like dude honey you got to <laughs> he, he didn't, he didn't well, look the same i i think that win over um medvedev mm -hmm. who i think he just basically spent mountain. all his energy there and he basically left most of his tennis in um well, let's the, not take before he got here, from, but let's not take anything away from TFO. TFO, I no, 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 not at all, not at all. I mean, because with that wonky forehand, he was able to cross the line and then <laughs> and then you know So what, there no, was an actually that. Go ahead. It's Tina. it's interesting that you bring up that wonky forehand because they actually talked about that last night, and there was a story on there that I I didn't know that when TFO was younger and he got involved in tennis, 
um, he would actually play with um, rackets that people had thrown away that he found in the trash or demo rackets, like any racket that he could get his hands on. That's how he started playing. And so he was consistently having to adjust his forehand because he never was playing with the same racket. Mm. And that is what has led us to that wonky forehand. But I also, I also want to say, I think TFO surprised Rublev last night. Um, he played really well. I watched that entire match. I was mm-hmm. impressed. I kept waiting for him to crumble because that's what he does. He's really good at getting to that fifth set, but he doesn't mm. he doesn't finish. He I just thought the score line was wrong. <laughs> Usually he's right. I mean, it was, well, it I, was I, seriously I, I, a good yeah, match. I completely agree with you. I think he, he kept his nerve um, and I think that rattled Rublev and it was I mean, it, it it ran on so long. I mean, it's. I think it's the only time Francis has kept me awake in bed at night, um, <laughs> all all night. And I think he this wants that to be the only health. time, on, the last Pablo. time, Pablo. But I would say I think the difference with this match also for Francis is that for the very first time we saw Francis, who thought he was very confident and mm-hmm. thought that he belonged here and was supposed yeah. to win this match. Yep. Because before the match even started, he said, "You know what? The crowd, you're gonna help me with this." And he put that out, you know, to the commentator at least. And I think he came out there and he was like, this is a match. I will get to the fourth round today. And well, you know unlike most of the other matches where he's like, Felix, ooh. Well, that? no, I mean, I think he believes he can do it against Felix as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, he hey, has, he said, right. I'm coming for you. He well, said, Felix is box office, but I'm coming for you. Honey, Felix ain't box office. Um, you'll be able to do it. If you want. I mean, look, talk is cheap, okay? Felix and I mean, fucked like, up look, last night. Felix is, Felix as well is winning five set matches. So, well, when he didn't need to. Uh, well, but I mean, good for him. Good for him. Uh, uh, he, he, he actually he did let uh, he did let RBA get back into the match. Yeah. Um, uh, but RBA is very difficult to put down. Um, I don't even know how RBA long supposed to say. Man, like, Pablo, what, who, you why? have like a real stand in the chat tonight, baby. Oh, do I? Oh, You know, we, we we jumped in it quite. We jumped in it, but I mean, let's, <laughs> I know. Let's get into the teens. Let's get into the teenage love. Janina started her teenage love. Um, what do you all think is the reason why we have these breakouts? Is this the lucky good fortune of having no Rafa, no Fed? To give these kids, well, I don't yeah. think so because we're seeing it on both sides the men and the women. But they're taking out, they're taking out um, the top, uh, top seeds. I, am I mean, Layla it. took out Naomi and Carlos Alcaraz took out Stefanos. So well, it's not like they're, they're, they're breakout matches when they're playing the 10th seed or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, think, I think Layla has been a revelation. I remember, I'm sure we discussed her year, uh, like two years ago. Mm-hmm. She had a nice um, one in a Canadian tournament a couple of years ago, and nobody yeah. had been following her. Before. And apparently, she be she be slowing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but she, I mean, again, she came with such focus, and her kind of exaggerated fist bumps. I think we're getting in Naomi's face, which is you know all part of it, and the crowd loved it, and she just uh, she kept her nerve. She absolutely. I mean, I have to say, Naomi played like her tennis mom, but Naomi played like her tennis mom. I mean, she is Serena at this tournament. She played um, that third set was just that was pure Serena. 
well, the, 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 like, like you said, I, I mean, I would say Serena. With Serena, you talk about the one, the one league. that loses. Okay. Well, well, Serena don't win that many games, so it's not that Serena for sure <laughs> in those Stop instances. It. But I, I, I would say I think with Naomi, I know we discussed the. You know, she's everywhere. Right, God, she's selling me HR on my TV, girl. Look, you know I like you, but you can't be selling me some HR bullshit. She's <laughs> selling HR work day. Girl, look, that is the devil. If they, I, That's doing too much. But I think I've been saying for a long time that she has a serious hole in her game, which is that she doesn't try. She doesn't even try to control the baseline. She's no. trying to control behind the baseline. And when that forehand goes off, that you can't fix that. You can't measure that properly. Because you're 20 feet behind the baseline. Uh, she also, come forward. And I think we have to part. stop. We have to address something right now. Miss Deborah Taylor in the chat saying Layla uh, has too much Kenan energy for me. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Deb, Deb, how many drinks you had tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Is that in the whiskey, girl? She expressed that to me last night. And I was like, I have to say, okay, maybe to some extent she's a little bit focused and a little bit like internal facing, I guess. Um, if that's the kind of thing you're talking about, is that in that she's kind of awkward, maybe? But I really, you know, awkward is as awkward does. Isn't that the same energy that Naomi Osaka has? I'm right. enjoying her. No, and- I, say, I think I, I see. I see. I think what Deb is saying. But what I would say is a, a huge factor here that's really different. You look at the parents. I mean, uh, Layla's parents were there last night. Very vocal. They look like a very happy couple who are probably banging every night. Oh my lord! You know, that kind of <laughs> and, and and really, you know, happy. And probably their kids are really happy. You look at Kenan's father, and God, it's just it's I mean, all sorts of horrible thoughts come to my mind. And you think and you just think suffering when you see him. I don't get that impression from from kind of Layla's the people around her. Well, I think she also said that for her, she feels like people have maybe discounted her because of her size. Yeah, you know yeah what I mean? Like, small. and I think, and she's small, and you but know, she's not much taller than Kenan, is she? No, not really. But you know, listen, let's be honest. Osaka was hoping to show up and pull a Serena, which is I don't have a lot of match play, but I'm gonna play myself into this, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. come for you. But right. she doesn't have the mental strength that Serena had when she was doing And that. she also doesn't have that many tennis weapons as Serena Yes, has. exactly. And so I mean, Osaka you... has a big... Because the minute one goes off, like, I mean, she couldn't put a serve in beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then she refused to even come forward, like, mix things up, serve and volley. Wait, wait, wait. Come but on. What's the first when thing is Osaka going to do that? She exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like she couldn't do anything. The no, only no. thing what? that she could do was just continue to try to whack the ball away. Yeah, but what, she can what, make really good thing? angles. But, what's the first thing she lost last night? The it's her, her footwork. Yeah, well, yeah, she was, listen, she was all out of sorts. She was all yeah, out But you of see, sorts. Um, I think, I, I, you know, I, I, I rarely quote Lindsay Davenport, but Lindsay Davenport <laughs> says something, you know, she says, you know, look, on the days you're not feeling that great, you know, you got to have a BC game that yep. can get mm-hmm. you through. And yeah. Osaka has only that A game. And it's a spectacular, mm-hmm. wonderful A game. Yeah. She can't steady the ship. But, you yeah. know, I think the, the, what I have to give Layla commendable beyond anything is that, when Osaka took the first set and just took the racket out of her hand, she didn't crumble. She's like, you know what, girl, I expected to lose a set by you. And exactly. that's fine. 
and I'm going to stay in this match over. And she stayed right there. And she didn't blink. She didn't fumble. And she let Osaka self-destruct. And I thought that was beautiful. I don't know if it's going to happen in the next round against Angie. Well, you know what was the most beautiful was her, even at the end, all the questions were Naomi central, right? Mm -hmm. And she did not play that game. Question. When did you think you could beat her? At what point? She said, before I stepped on court. Well, she's like, hey, I'm a lefty. That's right. And they asked her, you know, (laughs) and I was like, you, you tell them girl. And they're like, well, Naomi was doing this. Naomi was doing that. How did you make, how did that make you feel? She said, honestly, I wasn't focusing on Naomi. I was focusing on myself and my game. And even though that's probably mostly true, we know it's not all the way true, but good for her for being young and smart and quick enough to not fall for that shit, because this was a huge win for her. So don't make her post but but that was Mary, not Mary interview. Jo. yeah yeah don't do that let her have her moment but Mary Jo can't do that because she's she isn't of that quality <laughs> okay oh, right. seriously she's awful she's an absolutely terrible interviewer and did you see what she was wearing I did, I did not I did it was, it was like, horrible day, day of the trithids it's kind of, Listen, we cannot. I love that book, by the way, Pablo. I absolutely love that book. We book. cannot judge Mary Jo by her outfit. Sort of no one ever remembers anything Mary Jo's wearing. So she climbed out. Of we're going to remember this because it was horrid. It was horrid. It's like she climbed out of some botanical garden. Yes. The yes. first thing that came out of her mouth was Osaka, Naomi. No, she's dreadful. They should have her on the court. She's as bad as Gilbert. I mean, it's uh, Brad no, Gilbert. Listen, okay, that's a good segue. Thing. But Wait, DC would take no what, training. What's a, seg- what's a good segue? Let's move on. Uh, Pablo saying that's as bad as Gilbert because Brad Gilbert was on TV today, legit begging for people to love Novak. Explain it. Be- Tell me what was he He said, you know, we really need to give him a shot. He is doing something in tennis that hasn't been done for decades. He has the opportunity to get a true grand slam. He says, if tennis fans would just look at the moment and realize how significant this is, they should show him some love and they might like him better. And I kept hearing this all day, all day and yesterday even about the crowd. Why doesn't the crowd love Novak? Give him a chance. Let's like him, blah, blah, blah. And for the 11 billionth time, winning does not equal fan love, period. I we listen i hate him we know this do i appreciate what he's doing in tennis absolutely the man is kicking everybody's ass and taking names but i don't need people who are supposed to be professional on tv telling me that i have to like him because of his accomplishments no i don't no i don't you're absolutely right you can respect him you don't have to like him but but I, i I, you know what? I'm going to push back and say that this is the world that they created. Because I will say that this man is heading for a Grand Slam, right? We don't think anybody's going to stop him. How did they prepare us for this journey? What did they do with us all week? How did they treat his competitors? How did they get us to think that this is um, a singular achievement? 
Mm -hmm. In the sense that you are telling me that these are strong, competitive guys. This is going to be a battle royale, all of this stuff. No, you have been treating the men's side as if they are, they are children. Clocking yeah. their bathroom breaks, talking about them as if they were silly people. You have not been making a serious case for me taking this ride seriously. That's all I'm saying. So if we have not gone on this journey with Nole, it's partially your fault. And then also, realistically, it's a pandemic. It's not, I, I, I mean, I, wanna, I want it to be a fun ride, but Nole has no, um, he has no rival that's present. Right. He's out there on his own doing this. And everyone else is giving chase to him. You have built this tour around rivalries. And he has none right now because his two rivals are broken at home. And we're supposed to care about this singular journey. It doesn't, just, it, it, it's just not working. That's that's part of the challenge. I, I think there's one thing that I just, I'll point it out. Maybe I said this before, but every time you see Roger in an Instagram post or doing a selfie with somebody, he's smiling, he's utterly likable. Same with Rafa. You know, they're just really normal. When you see social media posts of Novak's, what's he doing? He's trying to outperform the person he's with. Like that picture from the Olympics where he's in the gym and he's doing better splits than the than the, the gymnast. Than the gymnast. So, give it a fucking rest, guy. No wonder people don't like you. Stop trying to show off. You don't have to prove you're brilliant at everything. Just be, Just be human you know normal but I, I, his I wife say, was in the crowd today wearing yeah, a shirt that says i run with the wolf yeah well, she's flown in she's flown in after she saw who was in his box the other day <laughs> I, I, gotta, I gotta get i gotta bring up the i gotta get up in there because that lady with the boobs are back um go ahead reels sorry but i mean look what i don't like is i, I hate tennis establishment and one is that and All of a sudden, we're supposed to like Noli when y'all have had previous number one on the women's side, and y'all didn't give two shits, right? Like, Serena has accomplished many major things, and y'all ignored her, right? And y'all didn't even seem to see fit. The only time y'all brought up Serena being likable was when 2015 rolled around and Maria was doping, and then y'all had to be like, oops, no, we got to find something else. But I think beyond that, it's just like, we're all adults. We can like who we like and just accept that. We don't like him. We don't like him. And just move on. You don't have to sell us. Like we, I, I don't need all of this extra attention. But for Nole's sake, I hope he doesn't win the um, the Grand Slam. Not because I just don't like him. I don't want him to win it. But because Rafa will come on TV at some point and say, well, so he win the but I wasn't there. Better I wasn't there. Who was there? I remember. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know he's going to do that. So, 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 Nole, I mean, for your sake, win this Grand Slam, you know, try again next year, okay? We've got, and we've got Kiva Go in the, in the chat saying that, you know, Novak's the villain and he's a super villain and that he loves, or she, I'm not sure, um, loves this approach. But the problem with that is, is that Novak doesn't embrace that approach. 
if Novak would be the villain that he is coming in and fucking up all your faves dreams, man, I would ride that train so hard. I would I be like the biggest it. Novak fan but out there, the but, but he doesn't the do problem it. With that. But here's the he problem doesn't with do that. it. But here's, but here's the problem with Novak embracing the villain role. He's not as charismatic as a Medvedev, you know what I mean? Or like a Lendl, mm-hmm. whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. And the problem is that Novak is a real villain. Like a real, genuine fucked up dude. Like he's <laughs> turning water into wine in his mind. He's staging pandemic. So he's, stage, he, he's staging um, super break, super spreader events. You're trying to have a conversation. He's saying the most crazy shit. And he goes to his father and has his father say some fucked up shit when nobody's on his mind. And then he sets his his hordes, these crazy no-lift fam with the stats and breaking into press room. He is problematic. Like there is something definitely wrong with this dude. So he can't embrace. He can't. I mean, like the super villain can't really be on that super villain. He has to be like, what's that dude name on um Superman? What's his name? Lex Luthor. You know, Lex Luthor is always trying to be nice. You know, like, hey, I'm gonna run for president of the United States. You know, I'm going to be doing all of this crazy shit. Even though I'm a super villain, Nole cannot embrace it because he is problematic. I'm but just about. to bring us back Even around, when he tries to be the family guy, guess what? He's fucking around on his wife. And he's- but listen, the the bigger problem, the problem isn't Novak per se. Yeah, really. Novak is going to be whoever he's going to be, and he and that's fine. I do not need commentators on TV telling me that you to do it and care. You should yeah. cheer for him tonight and not <laughs> against him because he's going for the the grand slam. I don't give a fuck. If I like the person that's playing against him better, I'm going to I'm going to cheer for whoever I want. Why are we doing this? We don't go we do not pre-match prime the audience by saying this is who you should cheer for. Well, also, I'm it's, it's you, this is wild. I'm, it is, I'm it's, telling you, it's also rude for the other player because the other player is also on tour, and you're basically lobbying for the number one player who has all the privileges in the world, and you want me to jump on this train ride with you. By the way, why don't y'all give him some ads? Why don't y'all give him a sizzle reel? Why don't you like do that work? No, I've not seen. I don't know if anybody knows. Maybe they have. Do you all see signs around New York City saying that he's going for it? Does, has anyone explained what the grandson actually is? Are they actually drumming our attention? You remember when Andy Roddick had that mass American Express campaign and then he lost in the first round? I don't. I haven't seen anything comparable, like where we knew it was coming. Like I don't think that they have done a really good job of. No, it's not like when Serena was going for it and she yeah. was on every billboard. Uh, you yeah. couldn't. You couldn't look up in New York without seeing her. Like said he's a real villain. He's well, problematic. No, no, no. I mean, separate from that, like separate from whether he's a real war or not, because that's his own business. But, but I'm just saying, from the sports perspective, they haven't done a really good job. Okay, hang on. Let, let's. Uh, it is deeply patronizing for people like Brad Gilbert to tell us who we should be cheering for. Sure. Completely agree. But let, look at look at. Um, I, I think this goes to the heart of why uh, he has such turmoil with people like Federer and maybe Rafa. If if this were Roger going for it or Rafa going for it, Nike would be all over it. They would be all over it. Every billboard in New York would be plastered with them. They would have very serious PR on it on all of the morning shows, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Who does Novax have who can do that? Not his clothing sponsor. 
because that's that's Lacoste. Not his car sponsor, because that's... Well, we don't even no, see that's, his sponsors tweeting anything out no, no, in support. No, no, that's, that's Peugeot. No, 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 because sponsors drive this. It was exactly yeah, what they did for Serena. Yeah. He doesn't have those people in his corner. I mean, he does, but they haven't done that work. Listen, I don't, No, I don't think he does. He, does, well, he listen, doesn't have the purchase. I don't think, on, has, I don't wait, think wait, he wait, has wait. the purchase to carry off a Grand Slam campaign leading into the US Open, and that's why it isn't there. He doesn't have the resources in the way that Rafa or Roger or Serena would have. I don't, I don't believe know. that. I don't, I don't believe I don't that at all. That is the case. But I'm just saying, like, part of this is the assumption that it's natural, right? There's a there's this assumption that like fame comes to you naturally. Right. A lot he of assumed it actually, that though. Yeah, he always assumed, assumed that. He always assumed it. But a lot of it is a lot of labor. Like there are a lot of manufactured campaigns and manufactured moments. And so this can this begging is not necessary if his sponsored had if his sponsors had aligned they could have aligned to make this a big thing listen this is a massive sporting event people are showing up because they're bored at home if you want them to understand what novak is doing then you all need to be coming out front of the gate giving me postcards telling me do you know the last time a man did this do you know you know like you gotta tell exactly. you also have to do a little educating right they're telling you love him love him love him but like, I don't have the context for this. People don't have the context for it. And so rather than leaning on this idea that you know, you've got to like him, I think you have to actually do the labor, which I actually don't think any of the tours do. They don't do the labor. They don't do it around vaccines. They don't even do it around like really essential things, the bathroom break rules, all that stuff. So I'm just like, I think that's what's really wrong here is I'm a, aside from the Brad Gilbert stuff, it's like you all did not set this man up to succeed well. If this is such a historic moment, why didn't you all align on it? Like, what's going on there? I, I agree. Now, it's rare that you hear criticism of them coming from commentators. And I thought it was fascinating this afternoon because um, Jim Courier was commentating on the match against Kai. And he, you know, he he, he loves to drop in lots of gossip. Um. Jim Curry said he'd been talking to Mario Ancic. Now I don't know if people remember Mario Ancic, but he was he was a top ten player. Oh yeah, I remember his hair. And I remember him going at Federer. He's a lawyer now. Yeah, he took he actually he took Roger out of Wimbledon yep. in the first round, two thousand two, in straight sets as well. Yeah. Yes, he's famous. Um, he he <laughs> or infamous. Um, yes. He was a top ten player, very smart guy. He was unusual in that he studied. He did a degree whilst he was an ATP pro, and um, he he studied law. And I don't know if you remember what happened in his career. He got mono, and it just took him out, and it kept coming back and knocking him off. And he retired about 2010, I think, maybe. He went and did a law degree at Columbia. He works in private equity now, but he keeps very, very close to the ATP and people around it and everything. And I've always thought that, come a few years he will come back and take over the atp yes that's and, right. and, he's already and, made I, that case. and i think he would be a great addition frankly he's clean he's a decent person he's educated uh and he understands he understands business very well now um but he told um jim Korean. that he thought it was a huge mistake for novak to go to the olympics 
he said he was clearly exhausted after Roland Garros and after Wimbledon. And because he was chasing the calendar slam, he was going to have quite a difficult North American hardcourt season. And he said he just got seduced by just the allure of the golden slam when everything was pointing in the wrong direction terrible conditions in tokyo um he was tired and he was injured and he was suffering and he said to compound the problem he played the mixed doubles when there's absolutely no value in him doing that and it just ended up messing everything up for him and he's he what Courier was implying from his conversation with Ancic is that he doesn't think he's still fit enough to be winning the US Open. I have I have that feeling because I've seen I think he's looked a bit tight at points when normally he cruises through early round matches in the blink. You know, it's over three very quick sets. He hasn't had really much opposition so far, but he hasn't looked that convincing. And I think when he meets Berrettini, I think it's going to be a fascinating. I, I said last week, I think Berrettini will take him out. Um, but I, I thought it was interesting that, that someone like Ancic, who doesn't have a dog in the race, who doesn't need to praise or knock anybody, I thought that was quite insightful com comment. I mean, but I mean, but to the extent that that is about Novak having a real challenge in the sense that it is a long year, he mm -hmm. is older. And he's not going to be unstoppable forever. So, of course, it makes sense that he could and should be vulnerable in moments. But that even makes the case for why we should have been narrated into this wonderful story yep. for him. Um, you, you, yeah, you, you, you're like, we're not assuming it's a given. But if the audience isn't taken on a journey with you, you cannot expect them. I remember when Serena was going for the record. I like, I mean, it turned, it didn't turn out well for her, but let me tell you something. She did win athlete of the year, right? After she faltered because the journey was made so clear to us. But every single sponsor of hers was pumping cash into that campaign. Of course, that's what you do. And just like Angie's saying in chat, Lacoste did some PR for Novak's during Miami because they they're the official clothing sponsor so they I don't have them. a massive North American presence they focus on Europe and the Far East he doesn't um, sell. they're just not behind him in the doesn't way. Matter, it doesn't matter if he sells or not honey these are fake campaigns you yes, oh, I get it right I see but what you can shape but, it you could shape but look like I said Nole is a villain <laughs> and every time you try to shape that and you shake that not only shape you shake it you gonna it's gonna get messy. We're in the middle but you know of what? You, you get name recognition. You know what? Even though Nole, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm even making the case because what I'm trying to say is, bad press at least allowed you to know who he was, mm -hmm. right? Right? Because Sitsipas, nobody knew who Sitsipas was until Andy Murray made people aware of him, right? And it's it turned out to be the negative, but you know what? That could quickly turn in his favor because at least now they know who he is out of everyone else. Right, Novak, and that had, was the story on the ATP side, right? That was the yep. only story. <laughs> I mean, which yeah, is yeah, that was hard. the thing. But let's shift into that a little bit. Let's move to that. Talking about bad press or no press for Nole, and then to be honest, an overabundance of press for CC Pass. What did you all think about the whole bathroom controversy and how that all spun out online? Look, again, it's Andy Murray, and you know how I'm indifferent <laughs> to this kid. 
you know, and he's messy. You got his teeth fixed, and that's cute for you. But he really, you know how I feel about his thing. But anyway, he played well. The best I've seen him play in a very long time, even before the hip surgery. But the thing about it, he wasn't going to win this match. He may have had a chance if he had, you know, could really come up with it. But you know what? He lost the match. And he came out and talked about, I guess, the fifth set breaker, um, the fifth set, you know, between the fourth and the fifth set. Um, so he took a long bathroom break, like 10 minutes, nine minutes. And then he was out there. Of course, he's continuing the muttering and whatever. But this time he had something really legit to complain about. Because oftentimes he's complaining about his shoelaces. He's complaining about the grass, the, 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 the wind, you know, the, the plastic bag on the court. Like he's constantly muttering and making a hot mess about himself. And people were complaining about the cheating with his father communicating again. Again, tennis has rules. They have rules for everything, every single thing. And my thing is just that you, what you're complaining about it isn't sissy pass. It's the application of the rules. And the bathroom break, I, I, I don't know why we all here complaining about regulating toilet breaks. Three minutes? The fuck is wrong with you people? Did you see these people out here sweating? Like, their clothes yeah, is literally barely, running water. It's barely time to get your cacks down. Exactly. Not... You cannot <laughs> go. And I'm not going to be here running a clock for bathroom break. So the person is in the bathroom. Guess what? You can go to the bathroom too. Two, you think you're going to be, you need to be warm and whatever. You can get up and hit some old balls. It is the, in the rule of the game, we even have like what um, heat in heat rule in effect. What are you supposed to do? So there is breaks that are happening in tennis. And Andy, you're on borrowed time. You need all the breaks that you can get because here's the thing: Sisyphus really realized that he could just rush you and just wone you out and just run you side to side. That you won't, your body was not gonna hold up for that long. And then okay. going, he yeah. then says on court, he's like, he got mad at the end. I think when the match was finished, just like. What's going to happen is that this is going to be the talk of the press, you know, and it shouldn't be. But guess what, boo? You went into the press room and fucking talked about this shit and talk about I don't respect him. <laughs> Who gives a shit? No, no, no. I, I completely agree with you. And I think what, just like, what really, I, like, you had I, the I, best. I, I, before you finish, before you get in, I just you had one of the best match in your life for a very long time. OK, like this was we're supposed to legit believe now that Andy could still hang around on tour. Right. You send a message to the boys. I took Sissy Path number three in the wall, two, five sets, right? So don't y'all try to come in here. I lost to Francis last week, but guess what, okay? That was just a wonky match, you know? <laughs> but you know what? I can hang with the boys still. And you go in the back, the press room and talk about shit, toilet break? The fuck is wrong with you? And then you I... got your brother to pile on to this shit, and then everybody took it on, and now Sissy Path is cheating, whatever the case may be, and then you bring in Zarev. If Zarev legit thought that Sisyphus wasn't there communicating with his father, there is a rule for that. You're not supposed to take your phone. I think umpire said that once the match starts, once you're in court, you cannot use your phone at all. So there is a rule for that situation. No one just didn't check and enforce the rule. I, there, there are and that has rules. nothing to do with what was happening here. Yeah. Sorry, there, is, there is an undefined time allowed for a, for a bathroom break. Once in best of three and twice in best of five. The issue, I think, here is that Stephanos takes them where other players don't. Or yep. if they do, they keep them very, very tight and short. But I, this thing with Andy, having spent two decades watching him play, when, he's going, when he knows he's running out of steam, he gets into displacement mode and he starts projecting and he starts ranting and raving about something or other because he knows 
he's not he's vulnerable and i feel a lot of this in he generates this internally to try and get himself going again and it was the perfect storm he he, he was able to basically accuse him of cheating he can work the crowd with it this is typical andy very very typical it's not the first time he's done it he does raise a legitimate point and i i would add here in the match that taylor fritz played against uh, jensen brooksby the other night brooksby took a 10 minute toilet break at the end of the second set 10 minutes i mean that's i don't care i don't care I'm that's not almost hang on. That's, no 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 that's almost half a set it's a third of a set. It's not fair on someone on the other player who has to hang around and can't get up. But I don't understand. I that. am Listen, not going into this, anybody's bathroom and tell somebody well, what you thing. need to do. This is the thing I want to understand, though. What is the length of time that people think is appropriate? Exactly. If, if I'm going to hear you complain about it, five I need minutes. a real defense five, of it. So then, then make it a time thing. Like that's all I'm saying. Like if, but the other thing that's really not being taken into account is that it has been extremely hot yes. people are taking their full gear they are changing in there they're sharing they're, you know what i mean like you're doing a whole thing so my thing is i don't i to some degree i understand your point reels which is like i don't necessarily think we need a shot clock but every part of tennis is somewhat timed so why not if the warm-up is a certain amount of period then let that be it then it's like then you time it and say you know what um five minutes for a normal thing. And then you indicate to the chair umpire, you know what, I have a particular issue. Um, you know, I'm on my period. I might have to do some more things up in there. Actually, the rule, don't, the rule don't even allow you to do that, Andrew. I know, like, but can I say- your period and you have to go to- I know, like, but I'm just saying there could mm -hmm. be latitude given. Like you, I mean, the thing for me is like, this is a humane situation. You could say to the person, I think I'm going to take a regular five minute. But then the chair umpire can say, you know what? He's asked for an eight minute. So then everybody's aware. Do you know? I mean, it's like we're acting as if these are kinds of things that we don't have some leverage in shifting and changing. There's a difference there though. If you if you let's say the player says, I I'm having my period, I need I need more time to do it. That's not just an ordinary bathroom break. That's a legitimate reason to give additional time. It's interesting. Okay, no, no, no. Said, she has to tell the world that she's having a period. No, 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 listen, no, 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 no. But we have, but you're athletes. Your bodies work in a certain way. Nobody cares about. Listen, people need to stop being shamed of normal bodily functions. If things are going on, we can't. Like nobody should be embarrassed about it. Like this is also part of it. Because someone said, you know what? I really legitimately don't know what's going on with CC Pass. Maybe stuff is happening in there. We have no idea. So it's like we we can have some some flexibility in how we're interpreting these things and what we're talking about. I guess the problem is people assume that the longer you stay, it's gamesmanship. And I guess I and just don't know how issue. you're going to make it. Like, how are you going to make that distinction? And if you are worried about gamesmanship in terms of timing, then I think you can establish some rules around that then. You can make some clear indicator of like we did the like to your point reels we did the heat rule break in australia and they let you take some time take you they give you longer time all of that stuff nobody worries about that because everybody's like oh Thank everyone's you. cooling down but you know what <laughs> nobody worries about whether your body's cooling down which was andy's point but if it's like if you want to build it in then we should make it legitimate because i i'm surprised they didn't instigate that rule instigate that rule this time around it was very i, muggy. I was watching this? um the french guy and lloyd uh, was it lloyd harris playing yeah mm -hmm. um that boy pants was wet like literally wet <laughs> 
Like, this Did you see me. the pile of TFO shirts last night at the end of and his match? And he sweats. He sweats on a winter morning. Okay, yeah. like he would be legit. Now, with these crazy conditions, again, these these times of that, no one has gone in there and spent half an hour. No one has gone in there and spent even fifteen minutes. I am not trying to tell somebody you need to go take a shit and you need to get it done in eight minutes. Like that is not my but job. But this isn't the issue. Listen, but, but, this is no, the issue. To me. Uh, the issue is really for me. Sorry, I'm gonna let you finish. Andy Murray lost that match. And he got mad. He thought he should have won it, and his friends and his fans got all up in their feelings. No, please, the, if Andy wants to say he was in and plus Andy takes those kind of bathroom breaks. If he's saying that since back went in there to recoup and gather his strength, you did that. You said you did that. I am not going to clock a bathroom break. I do not want my employer to tell me when I go to the bathroom, I should only be in there for five minutes. No one has been egregious. It's been 10 but minutes. But we've done that. But we've, but this, hold um, on, Janina, your point. But we've done that before. We've established how much time things can take. It's not out, out of the, you know, the scope of tennis. I don't think, and then I the don't people are going to turn is... around and tell me that, you know, the shot clock is crazy. Well, it is what it is. But go ahead, Janina. I don't think that this is the issue at all. I, I don't think it's the, necessarily the issue that Sissy Pass is going to the bathroom. It is that he himself has established a pattern of when he does these things, and it is being taken as being disruptive to the other player and it's strategic. Selfish. And the, the and that you know what? If he's allowed to get away with it, then yes, that's the that's the problem of the establishment. The and the players talking about it is okay i think it is 100 okay for andy murray to go into press and say i think he was trying to pull a fast one i don't have a problem with that the problem again is i don't need for because murray because it because it is andy murray that says i've lost respect for him every single tennis media person has jumped on that mm -hmm. andy murray fucking bandwagon and dogged the hell out of sissy pass and you weren't doing it last week and you weren't doing it the week before, but because Andy Murray has spoken up, I have heard so much more about this on Twitter, on my TV, all over the place. And I'm like, why now? This match. People are like, I think during horrible. And that is the issue. I mean, I'll be, I'll just say it out loud. I think these people clamor for attention from these players and they use these players to move the needle on certain things though all week people have been bullying ct pass and it was weird yeah. and it was uncomfortable yes. and i'm like you cannot take someone's experience of the match which was andy's experience and then turn it around as truth and the way the british press was activated by andy murray i need andy murray to get up there on twitter and apologize for being a damn bully it wasn't and, even just the British push. And no, no, but I mean, it was, I, but the British push gave it a lot of legs because whatever he wants, somebody yeah. legitimately said, well, now that Andy Murray has brought attention to this issue, I'm hoping yes. that the governing bodies will do something. Fuck if you have explored shit. it and if you could defend it and you can rationalize it, why didn't you write a piece about it? Like, why are you, you using these players as mouthpieces and you legitimize Andy's personal experience and made it fact and truth. And meanwhile, and there you, was a, and you I bullied think, a child. I, I, yeah, I, I think, hate to say it, but it was a, it was an elder, it was yeah. an elder statesman bullying and Precisely. punching down, and punching yeah. down. And I have to say that I thought 
less of Andy Murray for what he did. Because you know what? He has been in that same situation with people who are his peers, and he didn't do that. So that was a punk ass move because you could never do that to Nole because you know you couldn't stand Thank it. Thank you. But you could do it to a younger always person. Always picking low hanging fruit. Always, the always picking low hanging fruit. Uh, I, 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 you know, that was I, it. I, I, I normally uh, uh, would frequently defend Andy Murray and his outbursts on various issues um, because often they have merit. But this was this did this didn't, and it was like you said, he was hu trying to humiliate the guy. And he started it on the court, and it was started by Andy realizing he he'd run out of steam, and he clearly showed he'd run out of steam. Yeah, he was losing, and and he, and he just again all this displacement that he does it happens. You look, you, you go back at all those matches that he's lost in fifth in five sets, and it's yep. the same pattern. And he felt he he had some momentum with it, justification, yep. and he continued humiliating him in press. And, and the next morning, the, and the tweet. You put your finger on it here. With, you said, the, as the elder statesman, he should know better. You're absolutely right. But there's one thing I want to. Yep. To, we're looking just at this toilet break issue with Stephanos. And it, I say this because Deb mentioned up in DC a couple of three years back, I think. The when, shoes. <laughs> the laces. And yeah. he just stopped and, and decided, now, yeah, laces, his shoes count as part of the equipment. So they're allowed to stop and there's not a clock on it. He faffed about one way or another, disrupted the play. Eventually, he was playing Nick, and he brought it. You remember the he brought them on a yep. pillow or whatever, or a towel or something. Every match Stefanos has played at the US Open, and I think almost every match he played in Cincy, he got time violations, he got coaching warnings. He's pushing the limit. But here's the thing. No, he's, anyway, no, he's an and he deserves, player. hang on, sorry, Reels. He deserves to be constantly getting violations and warnings and penalties. For and that's, that should happen. But, this is my thing. It's fine. The opponent can't do it. But if this person is moving and breaking the rules on some level or the a gentleman's agreement, then you know what? The chair umpire is at fault for letting it happen. Thank you. Like somebody yes. is there to manage the match. If he is being allowed to do that, then that is someone that's not calling it correctly. And let's be honest, all of the players do some version of that. They all do some element of stop, start. They all do a little bit of what they do. Andy Murray. Andy is Murray. Djokovic. Djokovic. Yeah. Andy Murray is the queen of the king of that, really. Yeah, they, I mean, all that's how he's, they all kind of do but, but it. This, but this is the thing I, I, I get annoyed with. It's just like they're not calling on the authorities to do something about it, right? Yeah. Because here was the opportunity, you know, like you could pile on and see if because they have made a very specific claim in Cincinnati. And if nobody followed up on it. And no man followed it up in it. And here's the thing. It can be checked because someone goes there with you. I know. You know I mean? Show me your you phone. <laughs> exactly. You're not supposed to be established. <laughs> exactly. Because I, I, the I father mean, is I, a representative. And that's my point. To the, that's my thing. And mind you, you didn't see any tomes about um, no fines for Sissy Pathas yet for coaching violation. Yeah. What it really comes down to is the inconsistency yeah, that tennis continues to show of enforcing rules. The rules. Period. But, but we see it over and all over. Of we saw but it last what Andy night Murray during Osaka match. All of this goes back to Go the fact right. we have a professional sport that is run by amateurs. Pretty much. 
And that's why Tennis is never ready for the mainstream. But it goes to something else, too. (laughs) For for my point, is I think this is precisely what Andy Murray and people are banking on, right? Yeah, they're You don't have to do anything. You don't have to follow up on this matter, right? Mind you, we're talking about accountability in tennis and whatever the case may be. You just have to set the public on fire. And they're doing the job for you. I mean, there's a certain kind of reporting that's all about that. Exactly. So now we're there on the code and people are shouting out bathroom breaks and all this other nonsense. Is this like is this a good segue to quote Sloan? And to say that they're all they're all scammers. (laughs) It's not one scam, it's another. To the degree that you have unspoken rules that you need to write down and then express them out loud, that may be the case right now. You know, um, and you know. I, I think it's interesting that we also had a very long bathroom break on the women's side and nobody made anything about that. And that woman was, won the French Open. <laughs> so, I mean, I think the fact that we just don't and equalize what, yeah. these things is a but big and problem. Dream, and dream. she's now infamous for taking bathroom breaks. She does it all the time. <laughs> I know. She does eight <laughs> minutes. She's another one. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I'm not going to police. Look, if people got to change... I know again, you, know, you gotta some... understand you don't you can't spend a half hour in there. We all know no that though, right. but no I, one is spending one... half an hour in there. You know what? One solution is that you build it into the match and you say that in a three best of three, there's a three-minute bathroom break at the end of set one. If anyone wants to take it, and then you build it up, you just yeah. keep you, you and keep then in best of five, it. you get two, but they're five minutes. And if there are heat conditions, maybe you add a minute on each time yeah. because they need to change. Up. So hang on. So all of it is in the rules. And if people want to take it, they take it. If they don't want to take it, they take but it. But you just see tennis don't like um specificity because here's what happened, right? They'll be like, in this big moment, you're gonna call the rules. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we don't call the rules. Because here's the thing with tennis. How many times it did Osaka throw her racket last rule. night before she got because a Because tennis no, has no, a lot no, of no, rules. No, 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 no. She can throw her. No, no. Let's have Reels finish. Let's have Reels finish and then we'll right, do the Osaka racket No, my point is that tennis has all the rules in the world. The problem is that they don't enforce them and there's selective enforcement. And this has been brought up and no one is addressing that bit. Right, they only pull yeah. it out for specific instances because this is going to be the problem forevermore. You're going to say that you're going to tell, uh, you know, like on the challenger circuit, no, your bathroom break was eight minutes. You came back at eight oh five, doctor point, right? And then these players then show up at the Andy Murray match to play first round at Outer Ash, and guess what? Andy's in there for fifteen minutes, and no one says a word. And no one says anything. It's true. They will break the rules. But let's move into the um the inconsistency of tennis. Um, I think I was watching some exchanges that said that you only get called for a racket violation if you break your racket. Yes, but you no, can get no, called no, no, for an no, no, unsportsmanlike no, no. conduct violation no, no. at any no. moment whenever no. the chair feels the need to do so. For some background. And, background. The rule. If you. If you. Okay, I think the rule is quite specific. If you if you um, break it, if no, 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 if you if you hurl it in anger, that is punishable through a, a warning, and and also a fine. But let's stick to just the warnings. If you use it to to hit any of the accoutrement of the court, so the net, the microphones, the umpire's chair. Um, anything that's kind of fixed on the court, if you hit those things with your racket, that can be called for a warning. You don't have to break the racket. Um, if you break your racket because you've been banging it on the surface or whatever, 
that is just the the extreme of you using your racket in a violent way but it's intention in anger intentionally and violently that combination warrants a warning you don't have to break the racket what's happened is umpires won't give a warning unless the racket's actually broken broken and unusable and that's that's the extreme end of the rule the rule is very specific if you in anger use it intentionally and violently to smack something on the court or the court surface that's a warning and they don't enforce it now at wimbledon if you if you fart on the grass they will warn you and find <laughs> you. if you take your racket and you smack it into the clay at roland garros literally take lumps of clay out they, but your racket's still intact they won't do anything although you've damaged the court last week in cincy medvedev kicks the camera yeah and the cameraman is behind it and he did it in anger that should have i think that was pretty close to a disqualification but he yeah. should have been warned absolutely nothing the rule is there it is just it's only applied in the extreme well he was complaining that he had spoken about this matter continuously about the 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 presence camera of the being camera. there and that's a specific issue though this issue is about um naomi osaka yeah hit she, the, she, hit she the tossed yeah, twice she, yeah it, it, she tossed her racket and then she um, hit a ball out of court that should have been a warning automatically it is no the ball out of court was an instant warning and and that was allison hughes and there isn't a better umpire oh bullshit no 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 she is she she's no. absolutely All the best of these motherfuckers, every single one of them they watch the on-court coaching happen they let people throw their fists <laughs> and depending on who you are and who your coach is is how much of it you're going to get away with at the end of the day tennis rules are not clear pablo not at all i have the read rules are clear no, they're not. No, listen. No, they're not. The rules are black they, and white. They're they just absolutely not are not. The it's rules just, include a stipulation that say things that are at the umpire's discretion. There is nothing no, about no, that. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. This rule, the slam rule on racket abuse is absolutely crystal my clear. point is that rule also can fall under the that behavior can it fall can under unsportsmanlike conduct it, it which can, we have seen stop, pablo stop we have seen it many times with lots of different players who get called out on that they don't necessarily get called out on racket abuse they get called out on unsportsmanlike conduct and my point is there is a huge inconsistency here because Ultimately, the rules are not fucking black and white. They're not. If you no, can apply, are, if you can punish the same, if you can punish the same behavior two different ways under someone's how how the chair is perceiving it, that is not black and white. No, no, no. The rule on racket abuse is absolutely crystal. But I think probably yeah, let, let me point, finish. I, listen, that I wait. Isn't my point at no, all. no. It, well, it's my point, and I'd like to make it if I may. No. The rule on racket abuse is absolutely black and white. The problem is, it is only used in the extreme. Umpires wait until the racket is broken. The racket doesn't have to be broken for that rule to be applied and for a warning to be issued. They don't follow the rule the rule is very clear even within the slam rule it says for the avoidance of doubt what we mean by racket abuse is this and they spell it out it's not 
applied. So, well, well, so basically, well, we're going to blame the chair umpires. So, but, but, here's, but here's the other thing about what's wonderful about tennis, to Janina's point. Players are then saying, we didn't get a soft warning. You didn't well, tell they, me while I was sitting on the But you know what? The they expected that. Mary Jo actually said it. Mary Jo said at least she should have gotten a soft warning, if not a real direct one, which is don't do that, Naomi. But she didn't even get a soft warning. So I think everyone was a little bit surprised that there wasn't a warning. But of, you hit a ball out of court. So I think that's where that's really, really like we can't even ignore the shit anymore. No, 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 no
Ah. Um, in one of the first Serbian um, oh, that's why people keep being excited about that. I was like, oh, the only no, thing I can no, remember no, is no. how he lost to him at the Australian Open. So when people are like, oh no, there's a chance he's playing Karatsev, I'm like, no, yeah, and... has played too many fifth set matches, and he ain't gonna let Jensen have this chance, okay? <laughs> let this let him have... You know what? And maybe people can discover Nole again because they'll be watching the American. You know, I'm just saying, exactly. <laughs> and this young boy is not gonna be. He goes away from a, a while like Cena, but he gets back on track. So it would be interesting to see what he's Reels doing. Reels has faves, y'all. So Janina has problems with Naomi Osaka. Um, let's continue and finish out. Naomi Osaka lost and then decided in her press conference that she thinks she needs to take a break. Do we have any opinions about that? I mean, this season's look, over. Like what said, are you breaking from? <laughs> like I said, you know, she's out here <laughs> trying to sell me HR. She's too many places, okay? <laughs> You know, like you could be like Allison Felix, okay? Allison Felix career is over, and she's selling me everything: water, a bike, I mean, a car, I mean, diapers, everything. Okay, your career is over. You got nothing but time. But Naomi, you're like what, 22, 23? Girl, focus on the tennis. You want to be a tennis player? I mean, like you know. Oh you my know. gosh, you sound so old school. Remember when people no, said I, that? I, I think, think here's the thing. Here's the thing. We mentioned this last week, right? I think you made an excellent point, right? That what we're seeing here is she trying to deal with all manage all of these things, right? It's a lot of checks and money people are putting in your face. The girl, you can't take all the money. I think every famous person that I know, they say something I think is amazing. They say the thing you have to learn is how to say no. That yeah. is the most important lesson. And you're gonna have to say no. Stop when, telling me when, HR. When to say no. She's selling me salad, she's selling me HR, she's selling me everything. <laughs> and it's too much. And Naomi, you know, I love you, girl. But that kit, girl, it's not working for me. Not at all. <laughs> that that kit is so ugly. Listen, mm -hmm. as quiet as I, I haven't liked any of this, Naomi's kits. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> the whole Naomi thing is mm -hmm. a story about control. Oh, Who's control? She has lost control. Um, or she has lost the control that she had. Reels is right. She's plastered everywhere. She's on everything. Um, and I feel that she realizes that she needs time for herself. She has the resources to take six months, a year if she wants. And good luck to her. Let her do whatever makes her happy. Zenobia, don't tell lies on me, okay? And learn how to play at the net, girl. Learn how to play at the net. Well, because... I'm, you know... <sighs> Um, um, everyone already knows that I have, um, I'm lukewarm to Naomi Osaka. So I, fine, I wish her, fine. I wish her the best. Um, uh, but, and that's all I have to say about that, to be honest. Um, I have no opinions about it. I, I think it, I, say less, say less is what I say. <laughs> Don't let people in your business so much. That's all I'm saying. That's because you know what? Now people are talking about your mental health when realistically you're probably just tired. So it's just like, I think it's one of those things where, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, or, or, <laughs> these or, people don't or, know how to handle these issues. Naomi is like me. When yeah, I get really yeah, I sleepy, think, I, think I start just... saying stupid things. I just start <laughs> saying random crazy shit. But I, 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 I think so. that uh, the, what she has done is she's illuminated how fucking idiotic um a lot of tennis journalism is and well, other people that. and everything. Um, and the way that they've dealt with her, I, I think you're you're right, Andreen. She's mentally exhausted. I think that's that's clear. And I think Serena has a large element of that as well, because of 
you know, she's played across four decades or whatever. There is a saturation point. And I think maybe she's got to that. And of course, people say it's a mental health issue. It isn't a mental health issue. It is a condition. You can deal with it. You overcome it. It's like when we talked about Simone Biles. That became a mental health issue. It isn't really mental health. It's not someone who is experiencing long-term depression. It's someone who's experiencing heightened conditions at a particular point in time that causes them not to perform the way they want. And that is, people will dress that up as illness. It isn't illness. <laughs> it's, it is a vulnerability we all have. And I think the whole conversation got on to, into the mental health sphere on completely false ground. I think there are other ways to come about this. And I think it's, we underestimate the importance of it. But I think, I think, Andrew, you may have said this last week or the week before about she couldn't cope with playing on clay and being judged for it. And this manifested in her not wanting to do press conferences about it. I get that as a defense mechanism, but that isn't a mental health issue as people dressed it up as. And then for her to come back into press conferences and tennis journalists say, well, we were really just not throwing softball questions at her. Um, when did they become psychologists? <laughs> the whole thing is I mean, it, is, it, it just it makes me want to vomit, actually, just seeing the coverage of it. It is it it is a professional sport run by amateurs. This is why tennis Reels always says it. Tennis is never ready for showtime because whenever the cameras are on, we look like we are I'm constantly pushing back everything. Alley, back yeah. alley affair. You know like, I mean? you know, like, like, we're being no, run by mobsters. Look, as I say, I think in the old, the back in the day. We're like, oh, let's shovel this underneath the bed. Wait, wait, wait. And then people come and say, so what are your rules around this? And no one can mm -hmm. articulate it clearly. You know what I mean? It's like we really are running. Like, but then you're writing a whole bunch of pieces <laughs> to say they followed the rules. Look, <laughs> I can't take tennis seriously because tennis doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, so but anyway, you know what? Before... Ding, 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 ding. But we wish, but I, but to be honest, I wish Naomi the best because, girl, you have made it. Listen, Relax, and also, chill out. She I'm has sure you have health insurance. Go see a doctor, get some Prozac. Hey, oh, no, no, Naomi. No, no, all I'm just asking, Naomi, no, you need you need a gay best right. friend, and I just wanna I just wanna hold you. You wanna be your gay best friend? Okay. I wanna hold a bank card, girl. Let's go shopping. <laughs> shopping <laughs> always helps. I, oh, I, I, I can see you dressing her in Louis Vuitton. And no, no, we, we're not we're not excessive in whatever case. We're gonna get her <laughs> kit, and we're gonna get her, you know, we're gonna get her something for you and two things for me. That's how we're running this show. Oh my gosh! But here's the thing, anyway. A little we gotta keep it. Let's we gotta keep this around. nice and tight. Let's come back around. So, uh, we too fun. <laughs> there is, too, so well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we move, there is a very serious issue we should talk about. Which you got is, eight minutes. I know, and I'll try and be quick. <laughs> Well, it's serious. The abuse that Sloane Stevens got after her loss the other night um, across various social media platforms. I mean, it is horrendous. And it's, it's a lot of it is betters, you know, who've lost money on it. And they just, guys who rip into her with the most vile language. And there are two things that, which for me are a real problem. First, that they get away with it. And secondly, that the platforms really do nothing about this, and they're not—they're not accountable. 
They say, we're just a platform, we're not a publisher. You are a fucking publisher. You promote this material. But is you, the bigger issue tennis aligning itself with all these betting companies? And I think the I think a lot of these sporting organizations do not do a good job in informing the fans and whatever the case. I mean, that none of this is okay. But then again, how tennis is going to do this when y'all are piling on to a child about toilet this whole week? But, I mean, again... We're, we're we're trying to grapple with this whole social media thing. I mean, like, they stage a whole insurrection, and nobody went to jail for any of this mess. No one was held accountable. Nothing happened. I mean, the website that got taken down is soon gonna be back up. And I mean, and we're still running this nonsense anyway. As Mark said, you know, you can block, block, block. But I think a bit, Mark. I think it's exhausting because you have to read these things in order to block these things. But, but maybe I think. I think Andrine mentioned something a, a good while back. We talked about this. Maybe um, athletes shouldn't be so, and celebrities shouldn't be so accessible to fans. Yeah. Just for your own mental health. Like you just, I mean, I get it. It's a way of engaging with your people, but you know what? Just put out, like, I get a website, you know what I mean? And don't accept messages. You know what I mean? You like me? You know. I, I, yeah, there's a lot of merit in, in not being on social platforms like that. But sponsors will tell you you need to be on there. You need yeah, to. but sponsors are not getting the debt threats, right? No, 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 no hang on, hang on. Yeah, the, but there's a step before this, before we talk about engagement. Why is it that people can threaten to rape people or murder people on social media platforms? You and and, and, the, and the owner of that platform who promotes that material has no liability for it. This is a problem. They are publishers. If if I wrote that in a book, I could get sued for it. Mm -hmm. Well, they're allowed to do it. If I put it in Instagram, I can get away with it. And the and and the problem is that regulation has not kept up with social media, and social media has exploited that fact. To, uh, to make billions and billions. Well, they not exploited it. They pay for that too because they're stopping any kind of real regulation from going on. But I think this is... Can we talk about this as a connection though? with Because mm -hmm. I mean, as a connection with the tour itself, do you think that tacitly the tour is kind of enabling that? Because it happened regardless of whether the betters are engaged with the tour or not. And this do happens you... to men often. This yeah, happens it happens to, to everybody. To I've seen everybody. that... The, a lot of the younger guys would 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 post things. Um, and that, it happens and, all the way down, even in the sort yeah. of tournaments and stuff like that. The the problem is you you're dealing with mostly men's reaction to losing bets and stuff like that. I'm not opposed to to sports betting when it's done properly, and it's become much more a, a science and an art in the last few years than it ever was. But you have people who think they can make money on it. They lose money because a player loses, and then they vent on that player. You don't stop betting. Won't stopping betting won't really change that. I don't think. It's the behavior. It's it's providing a but, platform where that person can threaten to rape you. But here's the thing. Here's one of the things that I I'm going to push back on the player bit as well. They have not from the coalition to go to their organization and tell them to help them with this matter. Mm -hmm. They just go on the social media and say, I shouldn't have to accept this nonsense. And this, this, but what can your organization do? This is a child. This is a problem across all of media period. But I, I think, I mean, like, but then when you have, I mean, but I mean, I'm just simply saying, then you can push for some sort well, of hang on reels. 
listen, just let tie that into what you were saying earlier about Andy Murray. He uses he's used social media. Yes, but, but I mean, hang on, let me finish. Mm -hmm. He's used social media platforms to hum humiliate and embarrass Stephanos because he wanted to drive it home. And then you want him to go to his to the ATP and say, we shouldn't have to deal with all this crap when he's creating it. Well, when he's when he's using well, the fact that, that these platforms are unregulated to do what he was doing. But again, I, I, I think Andy Murray would be able to hold those two thoughts as two different things. Yeah. I'm almost sure of that. But what I'm simply saying is that I think that it has to step, I mean, organizations, it's, it's going to have to come from the, the business sector because, and, and also just regular people pushing this. And people have been pushing for social media controls for a very long time. And speech, because as someone pointed out in the chat, the Taliban is on Twitter. <laughs> Mark Miller said, well, they're on I mean, Twitter. Listen, and you, they run a pretty... Have, you all have... We have Section 230. These are not... These these, these folks have the ability to, to let anything live on their Twitter feed, right? Mm -hmm. and, and all social media platforms. So this is a real bigger issue. I mean, to your point, though, as an organization whose players are challenged in this way, there could be some move by... ATP and WTA to push back in some, you know, and do what? I mean, listen, there are people who are pushing right now and lobbying for shit for changes to Section 230 in the United States. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying what I what I think is interesting is that I do see the players go online and they say things, but then I'm often left at the same question, which is what can one do? I think we want to link it to betting, but I don't necessarily know if we can link it to betting. People get on social media and say lots of things. All yeah, week all we've been seeing it. I mean, and sometimes people approve of it. And other times... like me saying about her dress. and things. Exactly. But you know what I mean? mean? Like, but, but I mean, this is specific because it's actually a threat. They're, these people are actually threatening harm, which I think is a very specific thing to Pablo's point. And maybe that's where the intervention can happen. You can, gonna, you can get on here and say, someone can say you played a horrible match. But if someone makes a threat, there should be some effort to actually do something because who knows because people these players do play in an open space and, and anything can and happen all over the world right yeah so i mean this person i mean i'm curious about that though maybe we'll have someone on who can also, who can talk to talk us through what that would mean and uh, I, the thing is it. i but but it was internet companies which lobbied successfully for section 230 yes yes so and, there there's redress that's possible it, it uh, wasn't always it, the case no no it wasn't before the internet if you yeah. wrote stuff like this you could get prosecuted you could yeah you get arrested uh it was that it was this it was that um change whenever the internet major internet companies lobbied that they that they could they could hold content but wouldn't be liable for it yeah, I mean, it's the, it's, the became, yeah. it's the invention of content, right? So it's like I, New York Times could be held liable for things it publishes, but uh, Facebook can't. can't. And so they're two different things. So, yes, I mean, this is a big issue. Uh, meanwhile, Facebook wants to get into the news business. And well, yes, they'll, they'll, so, they'll be held accountable. But this is something Facebook, I think we, which we need the, more Facebook, time, but sorry. Facebook hold on, is in the news business. That's what I'm saying. But it's trying to play fast and loose as to whether it's a news organization or not. But anyway, but this is, I this did, is I, a bigger conversation, right? And we, and we can, can come have back around point. to it. Sure. 
Definitely. And I don't think it's I don't think it's specifically I mean, Pablo, I think you did a pretty good job of really disentangling it from betting itself because betting can happen. It's happening in other places. I don't know if we're going to make a through line between betting and people going crazy online and then therefore the inner, you know, the ATP or WTA tacitly approves of it. I don't think those are the connections one wants to make. Um, but it is a big issue that we probably can like unpack a little bit. But um, <clears throat> we're coming to the end. And we have week two coming up. What are all you right. all looking forward to? Who do you all think are going to be at the last two standing on Saturday for the women and Sunday for the men? Anybody but body and please go. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I want one of these young girls to come through. And I actually think one of them might do it. Which one I think it would be too rough for them. You know, it would, it would mm -hmm. be too much. But you know what? If they're making some money, they're making some money. But you know what? Oh, tell me. Who's your number? Who's who are the two? Who are the two on the women's side and the two on the men's side? Janina, go. Oh my gosh! Stop it. Um, well, I think for the men, listen. I think Novak wins. Period. I don't think it matters who is on the other side of him. I think that Zverev, Zverev might have the best shot. Medvedev, if he can believe him in himself, um, can beat Novak. But that man's unstoppable, and I, I don't know that anybody stops him. The women, I really think it's up in the air. Listen, we've got this. How do you say her name? Anna who? Rada. What's her what's her name? Emma. Emma Rada. She's Rada fearless. She she is doing the damn thing. Um we'll see Layla's next match. We'll see if it was a one-off or if she stays consistent. If she I feel like if you can take Osaka out, you should be able to probably take any of these people out, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I liked her it's game, and I, I just, I would, I don't know who's gonna, I don't know who's gonna do it. I would love to see a newbie. God, please don't let it be Andrescu. Oh I yes, um, I am so tired of hearing how she now has a 10-0 start to her U.S. Open career. But she don't play hardly anywhere else listen, ever. She got to do. She got to show up and be ready. Real oh, go. Okay, I'm gonna go with Benchich and Mugarutsa. I've been liking how Muggs is looking, and Muggs do some good TikTok dances. So I would like if she could. Not fumble the ball because I haven't forgiven her for Venus and Kenan. So, um, yeah. it's time for you to roll the dice and you know get back in real good graces. So, nice. I need you to to get this. I mean, I, I mean, Mrs. Monfils, maybe so that mm -hmm. she could get Gal to be like, I can't be the house in here with not even a plate. Okay? <laughs> okay. So maybe maybe that might motivate Gal to get some shit together. You know, she could taunt him, but you know. But anybody but Andrescu, the body party, Pliskova, I mean, Schwantek, I mean, look, Kerber, I mean, look, at this point, I'll even take boy. Mertens. Oh, my God. And on the boy side, um, anybody but Nole, for sure. Um, I think, I mean, look, quiet as it's kept, I think Jensen might knock out Nole. Oh, stop it. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I mean, in terms of, like, he's the kind of person that he sticks to you like white on rice. He will okay. not let go. But you never know. And and we we keep saying no is tight. You know what I mean? And Brooksby, look. I mean, who thought Vinci was going to take out Serena? I'm just saying. God, I love it. I love it. I love it. So Berrettini right, on the men's side. Berrettini. I'm looking for Berrettini. And I'm looking for Medvedev. Oh, good. All right. Ooh, um, interesting. Pablo? Okay. On the men's side, I think I'm in agreement with reels i think if you look at oh, Joe, no, novak's <laughs> if you look at novak's um 
path now. He has to go through Berrettini, he has to go through maybe Zverev, and he has to go through Medvedev, and that's that's too much. I think Berrettini takes him out anyway, and I think it will be Berrettini Medvedev in the final, and it's it'll be Medvedev's title. Love it. Um, on the women's side, I'm I'm inclined to go with Queen of Bathroom Breaks, Klitschikova. What? Uh, yeah, only because she has this resolve. I I can't stand her, but um, she has this resolve, and she just seems to be able to pull it out. She's come from nowhere in the last year, and is just crushing everybody in the end. I think um, a fitting winner in this pandemic year would be Kerber because <laughs> because she's just that's what she does. She struggles all the way through slams and then the final your picks are smelly on the women's side they're smelly i don't like it i don't like it pablo i rebuke it i rebuke it pablo. you rebuke me i uh my women's draw didn't stand up that well because i had uh other than barty um i think it could be barty in the final i, I think it's one set all now isn't it um but i wouldn't rule out um, break in the story. yeah i wouldn't rule out if sabalenka gets a run and she can keep her focus then you should keep but... the ball in the court yeah, she yes, if she can keep the ball in the court, um, I think she's. Uh, I think I. But it's it's going to be one of those, isn't it? It's not anybody. Look, else. And WTA, you just. I agree with you about. I, I agree with you about Garbine. She is. Uh, she seems quite de determined and focused, and all the rest of it. But let's see. She's gonna. I think. I think Krejcikova will take her out. But Andrine, who do you have? I'll say, but I hope people are dropping in the chat where they are. Um, so I'm going to go with Medvedev versus Sasha final. Um, which, um, and I think Sasha actually takes it from meds. Um, but that's just me being a villain. And I think um, Muggs versus, this is really far out for me, but I Pavs. <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on. You can't have Zverev and Medvedev in the final. <laughs> Yeah, I can. Can you? Yeah, they're on the different side of the draw. Is Sasha in the top half of the draw? Yeah, uh, he is. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. All right, yes, you can then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm taking a long shot and saying Pavs comes through. Although it looks like everybody's exhausted from the Olympics, but I, yeah. I suspect it's probably. But I, I'll be honest, I think Halep sneaks it. Although I thought ah, for sure yeah. she was, I thought for sure she was injured. I don't know what's I going on. I didn't even think she was present. That was the craziest thing until I'm just like, what's she doing here? But anyway, um, I, yeah, Janina I, thought has pulled, I thought she'd pulled out. Me too. But Janina has us in a very tight schedule, and I want to keep on to her. She just disappear, and then I'll have to send, oh. to send her letter. <laughs> but, you know, um, for those of you in New York, if you end up at the U.S. Open, please, please, please wear a mask. The, Mark, the people get in there with fake vaccination cards. Wait, let's some acknowledgement. Mark, we are not sleeping on Benchic. It's just that we don't quite trust her yet. Yeah, exactly. um, Patrick, I cannot believe you said anyone but dictator loving Sabalenka. She has to say those things out loud. She has a dictator at home. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what is wrong with you people? You notice, you notice Azarenka is staying far well, they, from that conversation, they, right? Like every, every match she plays, they go around to her family's house and they pull guns on them i mean it's horrible you can't you can we don't know reliable what people are doing um angie yeah. i will never forgive you for liking bb she's like bb fave getting a second there's no way i want to live in a world where bb has two slams um thank you, <laughs> thank you serena 
Dr. Mark wants Kerber. And I will say, Richard, thank you for making the point that people have always threatened athletes, which is horrible to hear, to be honest. Yes. Oh I think this time it's a little bit different, though. I mean, like, plus people are going to rally around and protect men. But I, really I think what the difference here is it's an onslaught. When you yeah, get thousands, thousands of messages saying they want to rape you or kill you or go after you or whatever, that's, and it's one or two is, you know, you say nut jobs. I mean, I mean, I'm sure black athletes would tell you they got. Yeah. So, yeah. but I, I mean, what I think is, I think it just the threat is, is it just seems more real. Like you know, the internet people can reach out and touch you. Yeah, it's the fact that you can find each other. You right. can also rally together. Because it'd be one thing if I wrote a letter threatening you and another person wrote a letter threatening you, but the fact that I can find the two of us can find each other online and then gang up on you is probably a different thing. But yeah. Janina. Do you want to close us out, lady, or no? Um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. Sorry. <laughs> Angie says Nole you and Meds with Meds winning. What? If Nole gets to the final, Nole is not dropping that ball. Like, <laughs> like he's not. I know. We got to eliminate Nole before he even gets to the final. Angie. No, no, no way. He has to get to win it. He has to get through Berrettini's Verev and Medvedev and he's not doing that I don't think that's too so much let's see, let's see if Ancic was right that Nole I mean maybe Kay might have done his duty today which is just to tire Nole I mean every, everyone everyone is chipping away at him you know they're not letting him fly <laughs> in there quite easily so it is, it is all for the greater good okay guys alright say good night oh good, good night, night thank you take care Good night, good night. Shelby, I see you're not doing the thing at the body party that you're supposed to do, girl. <sighs> but anyway, have a good night, y'all, and thank you for joining us for another exciting episode. <laughs> <laughs>